Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening, my friend, to you on this cool evening night, November the 29th, 2023, Wednesday. How are things up in Los Angeles, California? It's got to be chilly up there, brother, right? It's kind of cold right down here. Hanging in there. Uh, Good to see you. And uh, welcome to all of our faithful fans and listeners. Welcome to the Rent and Rave podcast. Yeah, it's actually under 70 degrees tonight. I might have to bring out out a sweater. Bring out the comforter, Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we're kind of wimpy out here in L.A. I will admit that. I will admit (laughs) that. So uh, it doesn't take much to to freak us out over here. Hey, um, so much going on in the world. So much. Um, Hey, just the the quick breaking news as recording this. would you call him the most powerful diplomatic uh, uh, member uh, of our of our uh, leading foreign policy ever in our country? Henry Kissinger just passed away tonight, hundred years ago, hundred oh, years old. Okay, wow. Uh, he was uh, most famous wow. in the nineteen seventies under uh, Republican President Richard Nixon. Right. Uh, kind of broke the whole uh, China uh, thing open and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for good or bad, ping, actually. Ping diplomacy, right? Wasn't, uh, yeah, and he China. won the, the 1973 Peace Prize. If that means anything, many people hated him. Many people liked him. Uh, most people under 50 have no idea what I'm talking about. But Henry Kissinger, RIP. Hey, um, we have, uh, you know, forget the rumble in the jungle. Before we get to the real good stuff. You mean the boxing forget, match, WWF in Las forget Vegas? Forget the thrill in Manila. Uh-uh. We, we okay. got, a, we got a, a contest coming up here that will, that will shake you to your bones. That's right. <laughs> Gavin Gruesome Newsom is taking on Ron DeSanctimonious tomorrow night. Fox yeah. News debate. Yeah. Will you be listening or watching at all? Yes or no? No. <laughs> that was easy. Is that my only question, Dave? That's, yeah, that's all I meant to ask you tonight. That's pretty easy. Yeah, absolutely not. And pretty much nobody else will be either. Well, well, the, of, well Florida will be and California will be. But. Well, what is the only worth uh, noting out of that uh, nonsense, which I just spewed out, is that, of course, Newsom is running a shadow campaign of because course. he will, in fact, be, he will the, be the Democrat right. uh, yeah. against Trump. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm mentioning it. Gotcha. And obviously, he wants to get a national audience. And this is the last last ditch effort for Mr. Ron. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he's going to run back yeah. to Florida with his tail. He's, he, yeah. he's running in third place, by the way, behind yeah. Nikki, Nikki yeah. Haley. Yeah. Here's my prediction on that, by the way, Dave. Uh, so DeSanctimonious is going to lo- they've already said the donors have said if you lose in Iowa, you're out. The big donors have already switched over to Nikki Haley. That's already happened. Mm. I can tell you yeah. from the inside. So the big donors have already moved over. He's going to lose Iowa. He's going to fall on his cream puff face. Uh, on this debate with Newsom, because Newsom is a good debater. He's a very smooth. Slick. He's slick. like Obama. He's very articulate. Yeah. He's a white Obama. He's very articulate, very smooth. Um, and kudos to the Newsom campaign, I have to say, to get uh, elevated to an hour and a half with Sean Hannity <laughs> on Fox News, prime time. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get any smarter than that. They These guys are no. good at what they do. This guy's not even running for president, and he's getting national airtime on the number one cable news channel. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I think Ron. I wish we had some of that, right? I wish we could do some of that. I know that they spin this stuff. It's amazing. And by the way, Nikki Haley officially is annoying now. I'm just going to say it right there. She's not, I only kind of went somewhat liking her. Now she's just full on annoying. So, hey, so much going on in the world. I want you, I know you've got some amazing, uh, just uh, some some big, big breaking stuff happening. So give us kind of some some bullet point headlines of what's going on, buddy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So the bullet point, half a dozen headlines just to kind of engage folks uh, and to listen to the rest of the show, but to kind of draw you in tell you what we're going to talk about. So number one, Elon Musk was at a big deal book, New York Times Twitter uh, conference in New York. I'm going to play an audio hit from that, Dave, in just one second. Liz Cheney, number two, Liz Cheney finally admitted publicly on a CBS interview that the January 6th committee was only set up so Trump wouldn't be the nominee. 
that's now that's out of her own mouth. That was her mm. words. CBS interview. That was the only point of that sham committee, uh, and we knew it was a sham committee from the get go. So that's number two. Number three, Marjorie Taylor Greene today filed articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Done. That guy's going to bake and freeze. He is done. So he's not out yet. He hasn't been impeached, but the articles have been filed. They will vote on it very quickly. Uh, he is on his way out. Nikki Haley, Dave, who you just mentioned, uh, she thinks that she's going to get saved by South Carolina from whence she came after she moved here from India and changed her name. But no, I don't think so. You know why? Because mm -hmm. she's down 30 points in the polls in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. In her home state, she is down 30 points. So I don't think she's going to make it either. It's Trump. Trump, Trump, one, two, three, Trump, Trump, Trump. Yep. We all know that. Hunter Biden has now agreed to testify to uh, the to the, uh, com the select committee in front of Congress. That's now been agreed to. I think his date is mid-December or something like that. So keep your eyeballs out for that. And Dave, last thing before we get to this audio clip of, of uh, Elon Musk, which you, people are going to, folks are going to love at home. Um, this is important. It's This is not boring. This is important economic news. In the last 100 days, Dave, right? 100 days. The United States has added $1 trillion to the national debt. The national debt was $34 trillion. It's now $35 trillion. Some people might say, oh, who cares? What's the, what's the big deal? Here's the big deal. Nobody's buying our bonds, okay? So I watch the bond market. The spread between the bid and the ask in the bond market, that's the price people are willing to pay and not willing to pay. People are not buying our bonds. Mm -hmm. Guess what happens when people don't buy your bonds? Interest rates will spike. Dude, economically, it's not part of our core stories tonight, but economically, we are in serious trouble. If we run up a trillion dollars of face yeah. debt every 100 days, the laws of large numbers take over, and the interest on the debt becomes the number two discretionary item in the budget. We are really in big trouble. Yeah, yeah so basically, we will never be able, be able to take down the core of what we owe, Ever. which is the no, interest. We the can face, we're barely paying for the interest, no, that's right? That's an awesome point, dude. I'm glad you really brought that up. I want everyone at home to understand that. The face amount of the debt, the $35 trillion, will never go away. People need to understand that at home. Your, your mortgage payment's going higher. Your credit card rates are going higher. Your, your second mortgage is not going to happen. The face amount of the debt is never going to go away. We can barely, barely pay just the interest on the debt. Barely. So that means uh, inflation will continually stay high. I mean, they, they keep saying, oh, it's not as high as it used to be, but it's still ridiculous, right? Inflation will stay persistently high, but the yeah. Fed, the Fed is in a in a quandary. We have to have a we have to get into a situation where the Federal Reserve on monetary policy and the government, there's adults in the room on fiscal policy are aligned. And the problem right now, the reason the country printed a five percent growth rate in the third quarter, eighty percent of that growth rate, guess what it was? It's government spending and services, <laughs> which is exactly. which is which is just borrowing oh. money from the right pocket into the left pocket. So. Yikes. Um, there's a lot going on in the world, is what you're saying. There's a lot going on, brother. There's so, hey, let, let's, yeah. you want to jump international real quick here? Well, I think I want to just finish off with the Elon, oh, yeah. Elon quote, if I can. So just so folks at home know, this is a major business conference that's held every year in New York City. I actually have attended it myself a few times. Major investors, uh, top CEOs from all the major companies around the world. Bob Iger was there from Disney. Elon Musk just flew in from Israel. Right. He showed up at this conference in a leather jacket and a T-shirt. He's talking to Aaron Ross Sorkin, the CNBC dweeb interviewer, on the panel. And I'm going to play for folks the audio of his interview, uh, just the first minute or so. But it's going to get folks' attention. So uh, let's uh, let's listen in here. How I feel? Don't advertise. How do you think that an apology tour, if you will, 
that this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Hmm. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I, I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then. That's how I feel. I'll stop it there, Dave. I got to tell you, I, I was floored. I mean, I have never seen Aaron Ross Sorkin was beside himself. He was shitting in his pants. He didn't know what to do. The, there was stone cold, stone cold silence. The so, audience was dead quiet. Iger, I can, I know Iger was in the audience from from uh, Disney. Disney, yeah. I, <laughs> so I've set, never so seen setting, like this. setting the stage. This is a very prestigious. This is all the top, very. many of the top executives uh, that came that come in from this event. There's Elon, yeah. and um. You know, he's the only. First off, he's the only CEO with the balls. I'm going to say that yes, to yes. say things that need to be said about what's going on in this country. And of course, Correct. he's not even you know wasn't even born here, uh, but but good for him. And now he's saying you know he buys the most powerful social media company in the world. Yeah, and he says F. I don't need your advertising. F yourself. Yeah. Between blackmail me. I'm going to. Dude, I mean, dude. For, yeah, forget, I love it. Forget all these woke CEOs. Netflix. Does, they don't matter. What matters is I can tell you in three words: uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, Elon Musk, and Tucker Carlson. Those three guys generate more eyeballs on Twitter than the top 15 advertisers he may have lost. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. This doesn't matter. We're going to bring way more eyeballs without them. I think when he dropped the $44 billion, uh, I think he kind of knew in the back of his head, he said, hey, this is a loss leader in a way. But it was obviously that important to him. So, you know, we can all, you know, I know we have some problems with him with his connection to the CCP. Okay. We got to cut that out of the way because what the 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 good that he's doing and with SpaceX um, is just I mean forget the electric car stuff too I don't even care about Tesla right. but what he's doing to to the environment you got to right. love it yeah. because we, we need the slap in the face to these corrupt crony capitalist CEOs like Iger. Well, what you just heard was a giant Dave. I got to tell you, I've been doing this for a long time on both sides of the fence, and I've been awake now for a number of years, as you have been. This was the biggest slap in the woke CEO's face on national television, live on CNBC. They couldn't even bleep it. It was too late. There was no drop. There was no drop time. There's usually like a three-second drop time. There was no drop time. It got out there. It's the number one by far on Twitter, Mm. still trending today. Uh, it was this earlier this morning. This happened. So amazing, just amazing. You got to, yeah. You got to, you got to respect that. <laughs> and I actually want to go back and watch, just watch the video oh, and watch yeah. that doofus's face as no, Elon goes stunned, after him. Dave. But... He was stunned. <laughs> I no, love he it. was stunned. You yeah, because they're not used to this woke... nonsense. No, they're not. They're not to. I mean, of course, they're going to expect a little pushback from Elon, but I don't think anybody expected no. the big yeah. fu twice and to call out Iger in the audience. Like, yeah, doesn't, we, we, it doesn't think, happen. It's never as, a, as, as a country, we were so past this plight, uh, shuffling of the feet commentary about what's going on. Yeah, yeah you want I mean, to know what these are, These are serious times, and we need we need some some cold water yeah. in the face, right? You know, we're gonna we're gonna get into it in the rest of the show. Uh, uh, but you know, you know what happens when I'm glad you use that analogy, that metaphor, the shuffling of the feet, the turning of the head, the the bowing of the eyes. Oh, I didn't see this. Well, you know what happens when you do that for too long? You become Ireland, Belgium. Italy, France, Holland, and all of a sudden, your country's gone. 
Well, let's do this. Let's do that segue. We'll save this other bigger story. <laughs> I, I have so much going on here. So let's jump to Ireland. I want everybody, we talked about it extensively in the last podcast, keep your eye on Ireland as, what would you call it, the poster child country of, of, of making bad decisions yeah. and watching your country disintegrate in front of you in, in one lifetime. Yeah. I mean, and we talked about this after hundreds of years of being under the boot heel of England. And here they are. They finally get their freedom. And what do they do? Within a, within a half of a lifetime, they turn it over to a bunch of uh, globalists, yeah. left, left-wing fanatics. And now you've got, uh, you know, besides, you know, what, 20% of the country now is was not born in Ireland. 20%. Yeah. That yeah. is unsustainable everybody and these people don't are, are not exactly melding into society yeah there's now they said that somebody actually uh uh with spray paint like graffiti yeah. uh, said irish people matter like black lives matter yeah, yeah. irish lives matter that is a hate crime they yeah. are investigating that with security they want to arrest that person who put irish lives matter on a, on a wall up is down, black is white, is the just like it was the Summer of Love Day, BLM twenty twenty. This is all over again. Ireland is the uh, like you said, it's like it's like uh, the pilot project here for the woke, the wokesters. One hundred and forty two thousand illegals arrived uh, in Ireland in the year calendar year twenty twenty three. So far, up through May, sixteen uh, year high. That's the equivalent of fifteen. 10 million people arriving in the United States, which ironically is about the number uh, that have arrived here illegally. So I believe that we will also be in a tipping point soon. And my last comment on the Ireland story, Dave, uh, Financial Times reporting tonight, Ireland vows to heed social concerns after anti-immigrant riots. Uh, Ireland's trade minister has, quote, vowed to heed concerns about the pressure on the housing days after Dublin's worst riot in decades, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we need to listen to what the people are saying. Oh, you think, you Simon? Think? You think? You think you need to le- listen to the people that freaking elected you? You think you need to heed to their concerns? You freaking work for them, dude. Get that through your head. They, they never they, get I, that, though. They never they're, get whether that. Whether it's Canada or Ireland or Holland or France, they're going to get it through their heads. There's, there's going to be... There's like we yeah. said. There's now there's now riots in the streets. There's cars burning. There's hotels burning. Um, people are pissed. Uh, my last Ireland moment is this. There is uh, some witch. She's a witch. Her name is Pauline O'Reilly. She's with the Irish Green Party. So good people of Ireland, you voted for this person. She's yeah. evil. She wants to restrict your freedom for related to anything that she doesn't like that makes people feel insecure or uncomfortable. Okay, she's part of the problem, and yet she is now running the show there. She's one of the many politicians with their far-left agenda. Can yeah. you imagine? I mean, it, this is right out. Forget about, uh, I don't you know, pick any any modern-day I mean, Let's go the worst of the worst in Stalin-era Russia when yeah. they sent you to Siberia about, you know, her, when she is pushing for the government to promote a hate speech bill about restricting freedom to censor views uh, that she doesn't like. Yeah. And guess what? She's pushing it through. They even have, they've yeah, got sure. a bill for it. It's being pushed through. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was a song or in the Bible, Dave. You got to go through hell to get to heaven. I think, uh, I think Jesus is trying to tell us something right now because we are going to be going through a yeah. lot of hell in the next 12 to 18 months. Trust me, people at home, buckle up, uh, get your supplies, get armed up. Uh, because uh, have have alternative power at your house because there, there's going to be some shit going down in the next uh, year, yeah, year and a half. We, we, I think the turning the turning points happen, and I think finally that good people of Ireland they're probably just wait, we've been way too nice. Like oh well, we can be nice to the outside people. No, I think yeah. they they finally hit the, hit the brick wall. So hey, let's uh, let's take a jet plane over to Dubai. Guess what's also happening tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. 
besides the the, the, the newsome de sanctimonious <laughs> debate. Still stuck so on that? All, okay. <laughs> so all the snotty left wing globalists are descending yeah. on Dubai for dun, 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 the 2023 United Nations Climate Change Conference, known as COP28 in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. So basically, this is a way for all the uh, the wealthy types, the oligarchs, to pretty much tell us how, how they how we should be running our own, our lives. Mm. So, of course, they're taking all private, private jets, jets spewing all the carbon yeah. emissions right. in the world. Thank they, you, Jeff they bought, Bezos. But they, no. but they bought offsets. They bought, off, they bought offsets. offsets, carbon offsets. So they're Excuse carbon... me, I have my offset right here. <laughs> I've, you, you, don't tell me. I've got hey, my offset right here. Hey, Al Gore, I got your offset right here, boy. There you go. Uh, yeah, the carbon spewing aircrafts are all descending on Dubai. I'm sure they're going to be eating... They're not going to be eating bugs, but I'm, I'm talking they're doing lobsters, filet mignon, oh, yeah. oysters. Sure. They're going to be eating and living large and yeah. discussing ways no bacon, to ruin though. our lives. So no bacon over there. No. Actually, no. there won't be any bacon. That's be the one thing that will be off the menu. <laughs> Everything else is on. So I doubt this is all going to be low lives. There's not going to be any you know highlights from this one. But right. you know, this, so right. uh, this weekend, maybe we'll, uh, we'll try to get, catch some highlights from that one and let you My know My only follow-up on. on that is there's a global warming alert. I'm not sure if you saw this, Dave. German authorities urge citizens to stay home. Stay home amid brutal cold winter weather and unseasonably cold temperatures. Mm. Uh, they tried to go to the Black Forest last winter. They cut all those trees down. So the Black Forest is now the black nothing because the trees are all gone. Oh. Uh, they're staying at home. They're putting, their, they're putting the cut, cut uh, chopped wood in the wood-burning stoves. They're freezing cold. Um, so they won't have anything to plug their electric cars into. And they have a lot of illegal uh, Muslims running around trying to kill them with knives. So <laughs> Germany's got uh, – Germany's oh, in it. Throw- I tell you, they're in a big problem. But let me let me bring it back home here. Dave. Let's, let's come back yeah. home, baby. Yeah, bring come it back, back home, home to the United States of America. So far, anyway, Breitbart headline, Dave. This is the biggest story I think of the day, other than some of the headlines I read out earlier. Special Counsel Jack Smith, who's investigating Donald Trump, President Trump, as we know, has demanded that Twitter give information. That's Elon Musk, which is why I played his clip earlier uh, on all Americans. And I repeat that, Dave, all Americans who interacted with Donald Trump, um, special counsel Jack Smith in an age today, this search warrant was um, made public. It was sent to Twitter about a month ago. It requested a vast swath of information about the personal uh, and, and official account of former president Donald Trump, as well as information on the mil- tens of millions of accounts that interacted with it. So when Donald Trump left office, he had 120 million. If you look at his Twitter uh, followers now, I think it's about 120 million mm-hmm. on Twitter. So the DOJ has asked for every single scrap of electronics between October 2020 and January 2021 as related to the J6 uh, uh, you know, horse hockey that's going on. All logs, all metadata, Every single person. So what this means for folks at home who are listening to this podcast, if you liked, if you just liked a tweet and even comment, I mean, if you comment, but if you just like clicked on that little heart on a tweet on something he posted between those two dates, you've been caught up in the swath of this search warrant. That's where we're at, Dave, in the United States. Oh, I, I hear some knocking on my door right now, Frank. Oh, let me the go Jack get that. Comes, I wonder who that is. It's the FBI. Here, here comes the FBI coming. Yeah. Hey, you sure. like one of Trump's tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dave, I think this is probably oh. one of the biggest. This is this is by far the biggest trending story on Twitter today. Uh, th- and I think this is why Elon Musk said fuck you to that audience, because I think he's pissed. 
He got fined mm-hmm. three. So he he delayed in providing the information to the Department of Justice. That cost him three hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. He finally did cough it up, and when he coughed it up, he ha- he had to sign a non disclosure agreement saying that they wouldn't even tell Trump. They turned over Trump's own records to the DOJ. So, Dave, I, I honestly don't know if we're broadcasting this from Venezuela, North Korea, or Russia right now. It, because it this is. country is not what I know it to be. Yeah, it's it's when you actually absorb some of these headlines, and this is all pretty recent. Last, you know, whether it's you know men competing in women's sports or, or all the stuff you just mentioned, you really don't imagine this is the United States anymore. And if this was in a Tom Clancy book or some work of fiction, I'd say no, that yeah. would never happen. It's impossible. Yeah. And and here it is. Hey, my last kind of uh, you know, mega story is, you know, and, and it's another reason why I'm pissed off at everyone running against Trump. None of these people have the are Keebler brave elves. enough to talk about the Keebler Keebler elves, Keebler elves, to yeah. talk about the election fraud. And right. Except it has to be except, it has to be except for Vivek. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. This is I mean, we can put all the everything else aside unless you're going to get, get some decent election results out of the out of the six swing states. Yeah. And here's just two. I mean, we hear we hear stuff every day. Arizona, we hear stuff in Georgia. But here's just two. So in Virginia, an elected official now is it, it, they finally revealed what she had to say. Virginia election official charged with corruption changed the results of the yeah. 2020 pre- sure. presidential election, yeah. resulting in fal- false results being reported. Yeah. So she took the machine. Her name, by the way, just for just just to throw a darts at it, her name is Michelle White. Altered the election results within the state reporting system called Veris, V E R I S. As simple as that. Yeah. So we have it on record. It's yeah. we have the receipts. There it is. Yeah. And also, and then just quickly yeah. jumping to Pennsylvania yeah. on this this most recent election, they had another uh, machine, and it's all coming out, and they're freaking out over there uh, in uh, the Swing County of Northampton. Yeah. Maybe you know where that is. The uh, the election systems and software touchscreen for the first time had a programming glitch and caused a Ooh, significant undercount of votes. How many times have we heard the word glitch in the 2020 election? I mean, funny enough, glitches only happened yeah. against us and for Democrats, right? Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Every single time. But Dave, I can I can, I can up you too on that story. Please. So Arizona uh, today. Uh, three members of the Board of Supervisors have been indicted by the Attorney General in Arizona for covering up uh, election results um, mm. in Arizona. And Abe Hamaday, uh, the the real Attorney General who ran with Kerry Lake in Arizona, just was reporting on that on Bannon Show today. So that's number one. Mm. And Roethlisberger, the governor uh, of Georgia. Attorney General. That, Attorney General, sorry. That's now all coming out. That's come out. Mike Lindell was correct. There is there had, There was fraud in Georgia. It's all come out. Um, and you're going to see this. You're going to see a lot more in the coming months. The Trump campaign, the the, the entire legal team. There's going to be about a hundred and fifty. I shouldn't list out the cat on the back. There's going to be about a hundred and fifty lawsuits filed in the next three months that are in every state. You're going to see all the election receipts come out, all of it. It's it's good, and they and they know they they know they can't win in the courts, but they're going to sequence this out to win at the polls, and they're going to time it to win at the primary, mm-hmm. not just the primaries, the polls, and the general election. And they're like, hey, we can't we can't tie this up in the courts. The Democrats are too good. We are going to win at the polls, and that's what's going to happen. Um, I think actually, I think he's the Secretary of State officially. Sorry, yeah, Secretary of State Rosenberger, yeah, yeah, exactly, a real scumbag. But yeah, I, I hate to say it, the people of Georgia voted him back in even after this dismiss, and, and Kemp is not helping at all. They're in all Georgia. rhinos. They're and all it's rhinos. Such an, it's such an, it's They're such all rhinos. An, it's such an important uniparty. state. Yeah. No, I think this is all good stuff that has to be talked about because it's funny as as they are you know spin their web of trying to repeat what happened in 2020. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, ev- almost every day now we're getting more and more documentation. As yeah. you just mentioned about yeah. people coming forward, receipts are coming forward that this has all been, you know, underhanded uh, corruption. 
totally. all the election stuff of the last few years. So totally, dude. I got a few um, more stories. Just kind of wrap us up. These are real rapid fire, kind of quick. Uh, you know, I was in New York City the other week, Dave. You know, you know that a business trip out to yeah. New York City. Yeah, I wonder. I saw these big tents like out in the park. I didn't know what was going. I thought there was like some kind of kids party or something, clowns, whatever. Uh, no, actually, the tents were set up by the government of Manhattan, New York City. New York City. I'm over here at Step Up Media. New York City at breaking point with migrant housing. Uh, they are now putting tents in public parks. Uh, I don't even know what else to say here, except if you're in New York City, you're still an idiot. If you're still living there and you're paying taxes, your tax dollars are going there, being used to put up uh, hard-sided tents in public parks in New York City to house illegals that should be here in the first place. So hope you're enjoying that, people of New York City. Um, Swinging it back to the West Coast here, this is an important story. Uh, This is on Fox News, the local affiliate, Dave, in southern Arizona. Commuters and travelers feeling affected effects of fewer officers at Arizona border crossing. So there's been a huge kerfuffle in Lukeville, Arizona. Uh, it's about 40. There's about an area just about 40 miles north of the border. Uh, this border crossing has been completely messed up. Why? Uh, so this story is, ba- is by illegal immigration. This story is about basically how regular Americans, normal Americans returning home from places abroad, vacation, you know, wherever they may be. They're now having to wait five and six hours to get back into their own country and their own mm. state because the resources of the CBP by, are being di- redirected by Biden and Mayorkas to process illegals. And so American citizens cannot get back into this country in a, in a reasonably timely way. No. Uh, it's just another example of the sickness, Dave, that is going on that I, I don't how much to have how much do people have to see? How bad does this have to get? How many killings does there have to be? How many murders? How many like when is this dam going to break? I just I don't know. I've heard they've been taking, quote unquote, illegals right out off the border. And our own agents now are driving them like a taxi service to hospitals, social services. Dave, I've seen it myself in San Diego. I can tell you firsthand I've witnessed it. I see them get dropped off at bus centers, dollar stores. uh, These are are unmarked white buses. They're hired by CBP. They're unmarked for a reason. The glass is all black. As soon as the door is open, you see like 80 Dude stepping out, military-aged men, black as the ace of spades, all from North Africa, Middle East, all these countries you can't pronounce. They drop them off. They have a backpack, and they're like, hey, yeah. see you later. Give good me luck. a taxi ride. Why not? Yeah. Here's an ATM card from the United Nations and uh, George Soros, and you're good to go. Um, Dave, a couple more stories I think are important to hit on uh, for the show today, for the folks at home. So this is big news. Over at Gateway Pundit, federal judge. Dave, we're, we've been talking about this story for years. Uh, federal judge orders the FBI to hand over evidence in former DNC employee Seth Rich's murder case mm. in the next two weeks, Dave. They have to hand over all the receipts, the laptop, the electronics, everything on Seth Rich. So just so, just a quick reminder so folks understand at home, Seth Rich used to work for the Democratic National Committee. It was rumored very strongly that he handed over the Hillary Clinton emails, the server data to WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks published it. That dude then had to run over to Iceland or wherever he is now in hiding. Um, And then about two days after that happened, Seth Rich was walking down the street um, and was shot in the back of the head. They said it was a robbery. He still had his wallet. Nothing was taken. Um, It's just another one of those cases where if your friends are close with the Clintons, oftentimes you end up dead. Uh, So uh, this is going to be interesting when this data comes out. We follow this. As you know, we follow this story very closely. Yeah, he was. It was murdered in uh, July tenth, two thousand sixteen, and yep. uh, yeah, he was. He was. 
Man, you, you get close to that Clinton flame, you're going to get burned. hate Absol- to say it. Absolutely. Two more stories, Dave. Juxtaposition, juxtaposed to kind of wrap up our show today. Uh, BLM leader Mark Fisher of Rhode Island. Uh, guess who he's endorsed? Donald J. Trump for president. That's right, baby. <laughs> you got a BLM leader out there on the East Coast who's endorsed. He's like, hey, the Democratic Party, they're not working for us. Um, party of Jim Crow, party of division, party of racism. Oh, I thought the BLM was all about uh, against black racism. No, not so much. They're really a bunch of Marxist uh, white liberal assholes. So, no, this BLM leader has now come out to support Donald Trump. And on the other side of this story, and I'll wrap up with this one day, throw it to you. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, he's now blaming right wing extremists for Chicago's problems. Uh, yeah, not the tens of thousands of illegals from Venezuela or Colombia that have invaded your town, uh, or the fact that there is unbridled crime everywhere. There's dozens of shootings and murders every single weekend, even though it's a gun-free zone. But no, it's right-wing extremism that's to blame for your problems. Of course. Absolutely. You can see this playbook now. They've, They've all got the same playbook, Dave, right? Whether it's Chicago, New York, California, it's the national talking points. You, every, it's projection. You always say it very well. Whatever's going wrong, you throw it back to Trump. You throw it back to MAGA. Right-wing extremism, right-wing extremism domestic violent extremism. You're an extremist, extremist, extremist. And the media picks it up, and they run with it. They, I, I know. It's, it's so predictable, and yet they still go to it all. That, that's all they have. They have racism they have. and abortion. That's it. Those that's, are their two. And they're and, gonna run. and actually, it's very interesting. And Trump is recent, evil. There was some recent polling by Richard Barris uh, that was done. It was really fascinating. Because there are some voters that are single-issue voters. Some voters only vote on one yes. issue, just abortion or just race or whatever. And they basically were asking them, if you're a single-issue voter on those two issues, who do you vote for? And, of course, the answer was 90% Democrats. Anything else, it's by far and away Trump. Yes. By far and away. So I'm by not far. so worried about convincing yeah. – the purple-haired, Birkenstock-wearing, unemployed barista, uh, who's I don't care. They're gone. They forget them. It's, they're, they're, gone. They're, they're they're gone. They're, they're you know they're going to have uh, a healthcare choice at Starbucks for the next couple of years, and then they're like thirty-nine and wondering why their why their hair is green and washing down the drain. So you know who needs them. And I've, I've actually seen a couple of uh, very well-known rap stars. I don't know their name. I'll, I won't even try to repeat them. Who've come out and in, 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 uh, as pro-Trump the last few months, which is amazing. 100%. So if they even not knock it up from like 10% to 12 to 13% of the black vote for oh, yeah. go to the RNC this time, oh, time, that's looking good. Well, and you saw them at the Clemson football game, right, this past weekend? I mean, insane. <laughs> I did see that was amazing. 70,000 people like cheering for him and stuff like that. Yeah, Biden won my ass 80 million votes. Give I don't think you got, a, you know, I got million million eight. votes. Four people in a white circle. Good luck with that, Chief. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning into our show. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to share us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are out there everywhere. And, of course, coming in hot on social media at Rant and Rave 1776. As always, Dave, we will see you down the road on the right side.